What's up, party people? On this episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast, we're going to talk about the winners and the losers of week seven. And also, of course, as it is, as always, on every Tuesday, who is waiver wire worthy? All that and much more on this episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. All right, brain. You don't like me and I don't like you. But let's just do this and I can get back to killing you with beer. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. podcast. This place is an untapped resource. I love it! With your host, Flex and Bliss. You must think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous. I'm very, very dangerous. And Alex Marchetti. Your voice is like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. For the everyday fantasy sports player. I would rather listen to Fran Drescher for eight hours. Help! Now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show, Party People. Party people. What's up, party people? Welcome, 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 welcome in to another fantastic, exciting episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau Podcast. I am your man, 50 Grand Flex Hitless, here with my co-host, live and direct with much respect. Alex Marchetti, what's up, BFAs? Nope. What's crackalacking? You're on, Marchetti. I did not I have you read yeah, it. I, I, was <laughs> I, I don't know. I got I got used to it. I gotta look I look I, I gotta look at it because I messed up when you, he was away. Yeah, I messed up. I saw. I heard. I, I heard. had Juan come in. He's like, I heard. I yeah, like, oh, yeah. Man. I had him on mute. Let me unmute him. Anyway, what's up, BFAs? Uh, just to let you know, breaking news. If you talking breaking about news, well, about basketball at least. Oh, basketball. Basketball t- today's uh today's uh you know tip off tip off. Yes, today's tip off. Tip uh, off. By the way, I don't know if it's so much um. If, I don't know if it's so much breaking news, but at least it's just saying that Warriors' Clay Thompson is unlikely to play this season as he recovers from his torn ACL. Okay. I don't know if it's so much breaking news, but still. That means uh, uh, Stephen Curry is going to be MVP this season. <laughs> Watch. Is it Stephen or Stephon? It's not Stephon. Come on. Stephen. It is Stephen. Stephen? You're right. You're, no, no, no. Stephen Curry? No, it's, it's, Want to call him Stephen now? Let's just say Steph. Steph Curry. <laughs> I think it, no, it is, I think it is Stephen. I'm not yeah. that smart. You know that. He, he, to me, uh, well, you know, for the most part, everyone already drafted, and he's pretty much to me. If you had the number one pick or top three, top four, he's a got. He's he's the goal guy to get. He's, I think he's going to be unlocked, and he's going to be scoring like thirty five points. I was happy with our team that we split that we got Jokic with the eighth overall pick. That was a very very valuable pick, right? Very at the eighth overall, eighth. absolutely. Yeah, well, uh, uh, you know, you you were supposed to conduct a draft, you know, as far as uh picking our team and then you know there was some dead time and then i saw that jokish was there. i was like pick jokish. i know i saw i, I like, saw i, I was gonna pick him anyways but <laughs> i saw people getting lit up i saw the cues getting lit up like like constantly yeah. i was like all right doggies done online <laughs> <laughs> i'm just queuing up the players i like and then there's a couple players that we both liked and we, we was the same yeah we was in sync with that good. like like i remember nice. like you even texted before i even said anything like get fox next like i was thinking of and i was gonna write him and you were like tobias harris like, and, I, and the thing is about tobias harris was one of those people i was kind of on defense about but i wanted him but i was like a little bit iffy about and then you wrote it I was like all right perfect made a decision for me because i was thinking about him anyways yeah so yeah it was it was it was good it was good to be like that nice yeah 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 um but yeah so basketball's on the way i'm very excited about that uh i have to say this is a very 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 sad uh week for flex therefore you know sad week for flex therefore the world that's why it's raining outside yes i finally have the world is crying it finally happened what's what happened what happened buddy I finally had an 
Owen five week. Owen five week. Wow. I made a lot of bad calls this week. So let me tell you about one thing that this, this I'll tell you about I'll start off with the biggest one and then we'll just we'll just kind of go from there. But the biggest one was, and this is what I was messed up about, is that I was going to put John Brown over Michael Gallup in my flex spot, right? Michael Gallup ended up getting six points with three receptions for thirty four yards. Yeah. John Brown ended up having five receptions, eight three yards and a touchdown. He, had a, good game. he yeah. had a good game. He had a very solid game. And he's been doing very good all year. I mean, as of right now, he's like a top he's a top twenty wide receiver. So great. Uh I was going to put him in as a flex, but this is the part where it doesn't make me mad. So I was upset. The reason I didn't get to put him in, I didn't get to watch any football on Sunday because my wife and I are currently looking to buy like a house or a condo. We're looking to move. And we were house hunting. There was a couple of open houses that we went to go attend this weekend. So because of that, when driving around and everything else going on, I didn't get to make the switch at the last minute, and I forgot it. So it stuck with Michael Gallup. But this is the thing that I'm not so mad about. You know what it is? It's like even if I put John Brown in, I still would have lost. So I'm like, all right, so, okay, I'm not that mad about that. I'll live with that. Fine. You know? Yeah, but, yeah oh, it's those man. switches that you don't make and would have definitely made an impact of you winning. Those are the ones that hurts a lot. It's just like if I just made that switch, if I had the time to make that switch, it was it for the 4 o'clock game? Or just a 1 o'clock game? John Brown played 1 o'clock, and then Michael Gallup played at 8.30. 8.30, right. 8.20 that night. All right. So you had to make that call early. Like, for instance, like me in my dynasty league, I already had Chase Emmon on my starting lineup. And then I wake, I woke up in the morning, you know, I, I do a double on Sundays. So I, I look at uh, what's the, you know, injury updates, and I listen, and it's like, all right, David Johnson is uh, active for the game for right. the Giants. And I was like, you know what? I made the switch. I switched uh, Chase Edmonds, and and I put Adam Humphreys. I'm like, all right, Chase Edmonds is oh, he's in a flex. Yeah, he's my because it's super flex, you know. So, um, next thing you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm working, and then I see it was like Chase Edmonds, two touchdowns, and then three touchdowns. I'm like, what just happened? I'm like, where's is this? What happened, with David Johnson? Like the first quarter, twenty uh, yarders. So this is the thing. I, I sure just left Chase Edmonds. So this is the thing. I had more points. On my bench with one, two, three, with four people that I did in my entire lineup. And this lineup has two flex spots with, with has, has two flex spots. So I had, so first of all, let me tell you this one. This was, this was a bad call by me. This was a really bad call. I said that Daniel Jones is going to be a top 10 this week. Oof, did not look like that at all. In this league, well, in two leagues, I played him over Phillip Rivers in two leagues. In Ouch. One, in one league that I have that you get, you minus a point for a sack. Oh, really? Yeah. I nice. take away a point for a sack. And, it, and he ended up getting me six fantasy points. <laughs> that that league that league hurt more than this one. Because this one was just like a ton of bad moves. And I was like, Jesus Christ. So look, so Dan Jones got me 14.7 points. Phillip Rivers got me 28.7. So that was bad. That's 14 that was, points right there. Yeah, you're talking about big difference there. But look at all these people I left on. Now, now, now look at my lineup. It's not a bad lineup. If you just name-wise, right? Josh Jacobs, Aaron Jones, Tyreek Hill, DJ Chark, Tyrell Lockett, Mark Andrews, Michael Gallup. Not bad. Not bad. Check who I left on my bench. Who killed this week? Philip Rivers, as I said. John Brown, as I mentioned, right? Latavius Murray. Wow. Did not start Latavius Murray. I did not start him over Josh Jacobs or Aaron Jones going against the Bears. And uh, who was your flex? My flex was Michael Gallup. I was I was going to put John Brown. I was going to play John Brown. I would have been okay with John Brown. Yeah, John, or against Miami. Latavius Murray. 
I was going to put John Brown. I wasn't going to put in Murray. Murray Murray was a thought in my head for like a minute. So I wasn't that because he was going against the he hasn't really done well all year. Alvin, you know, usually they use the two people like with, you know, Mark Ingram. And so there must have been a reason they weren't using Latavius Murray. And it was going against the Bears. I wasn't as confident. The with Bears him. defense is not looking good right now. Not right now. No, with Josh Jacobs, what he did for him. I didn't think they were going to allow Latavius Murray to do it also. So I thought they were going to probably step it up a little more. So I wasn't too confident with Latavius Murray this week because okay. I really just thought like, yo, we had this rookie run all over us and we had three running running score or scoring touchdowns against us. And Khalil Mack was like, Dan, that was against my former team. I'm not gonna let that happen again. But lo and behold, Latavius Murray for 119 yards and two touchdowns rushing. Then this is the big one away left on the bench. I didn't think he was gonna do this good. Marvin Jones. Ten receptions, uh, ninety three right. yards, yeah, four, four touchdowns. touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, but you know what? That doesn't hurt as much because, like, no. But he was also. Mike, I, I probably would have started him over Mike Gallup. I know. Obviously, we're saying in hindsight, like John Brown was going to be my guy. Yeah. I was going to put in John Brown, yeah. right? So that's why I'm not so mad because like, I was going to put in John Brown. In hindsight, of course, say Marvin Jones. I didn't think Marvin Jones was going to have. Like, I know he's a red zone guy. I said he was going to be a good play. I said it. I said it last week. I said I think he's going to be a good play, but I didn't think it was going to be that good of a play. I thought he would have like one touchdown, four receptions, and like sixty yards, maybe. You know, as my flex ranking, right for those four players, this is how it goes and follows. My first pick would have been either John Brown or Latavius Murray. They're uh-huh. you know one A one B. After that, it would have been Marvin Jones, and then Michael Gallup would have been my last selection. Well, Michael Gallup wasn't, like I said, he was going to, the, the point was. was, I, was going, of, yeah. I know Amari Cooper was like, you know. That was one was reason why he stayed in defense, there. That yeah. was one reason why he stayed in there because I wasn't sure Amari Cooper was going to play and also Randall Cobb was a little bit iffy. So that's one reason why he stayed in the lineup. The, that's why I hate about those like, you know, Sunday night games, Monday night games. It's just you don't know until like the hour before, you know, unless they, they say, you know, right away. You Terrible. Know, morning. But so I ended up losing. And I was projected to win by, like, freaking 40 points. I know you can't go by projections, but still. So that hurt. It, projections, they help a little bit because, like, there's there's always, like, a, an error, right? Like, there's of course, always, a, of course, of course. like, let's say a 20%, you know, window of, like, it being better or less worse. But if let's say if you were projected 100 and then you get 40 points, then, like, you know, things happen that, you know, you no one even... Even computer didn't even, you know, account for. Right. But uh, it was a crazy week, though, overall for fantasy. You know, It was. So it, 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 all these other players, like these ran, random players are the ones that just, like, scored a lot of points. All the big names, they pretty much flop. I got a couple, but go ahead. Continue. No, 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 no. I was going to say, mind you, in another league, too. Now, this one I'm also not so mad about because of the <laughs> fact that uh, Chase Edmonds was on my bench with 35 points. But, but I... I wasn't too mad about it because I thought about playing him for a whole, like, two minutes. And I'm thinking in my head, Aaron Johnson's going to play. Derry Johnson. So he play. was never on your st- starting lineup. He was never in there. but yeah. he, was, he was in my starting lineup. Yeah. And I swapped it. I switched it once I heard that David Johnson was active. Because if you remember, the week before, David Johnson wasn't really practicing at all. And then he just ended up playing, you know. And then he had a really good week, really good game. And then I expected the same thing against the Giants. And I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm gonna play with Adam Humphreys, who you know got a you know upgrade on the quarterback, and he you know he he's, he's gonna give me maybe double digit points, and that's pretty much almost what he gave me, you know. But Chase Edmonds with the who who was who would have thought that if I would have known that it would have been Chase Edmonds show like you know David Johnson inact- inactive, 
I would have just rocked out, you know. Well, if David Johnson is active, of course, yeah. you know, I would have yeah. put Chase Edmonds in myself, right away, 100%. Yeah. But the point is, is that I uh, I only thought about him for like a whole like two minutes. All right, move so on. I so so about Tell me about this team. No, what that, that, that's what I was saying. That. Is that? Oh, the the worst one though. The, not, that that one was bad. The, the, the all, I had more points on my bench than I did with the whole thing. Right? Yeah, that's that sucked. This was another bad one. I was up nineteen points, and he had the Patriots defense gone. The Patriots defense is just whoever selected. You could trade for the Patriots defense right now. You could. That's how good they are. They're really good. They're giving you like twenty points. They're giving you quarterback numbers. <laughs> so this is how I lost this matchup, though. The reason I lost this matchup. Is because I ended up playing Daniel Jones over Phillip Rivers. Daniel Jones got me six points in that league, and I got twenty five points in Phillip Rivers. And I and I benched him. I benched Phillip Rivers for Daniel Jones. And if I would have not done that, I would have ended up winning that, and I would have been within the top six. Instead, now I'm in ninth place. That sucks, bro. I had a very, very, very bad week. Hey, I had an zero and five week. So the I mean, Patriots, a lot of bad calls. The Patriots defense. Week one, 11 points. Week two, 37 points. Week three, 14 points. Week four, 27 points. Week five, 16 points. Week six, 28 points. Week seven, 26 points. No, no, no. You want, you want to sum it all They're up? number oh, six oh, overall. They're 10th. Oh, no, number six overall. What? No, 10th. It, it overall fantasy? Uh, I'm talking about overall fantasy points. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at the sleeper app. It's, a, it's the same number. Oh six. no, no! You're looking because you're looking to our league settings. Oh, okay, okay. So you're just standard PPR, they're tenth overall. All right. Our league settings is is a little different. In our league settings, they're number six overall. Right now, in standard PPR, the defense is tenth overall. Tenth. That's Which um, six ten to me is still like top twelve. Tenth <laughs> overall. Tenth overall. If you take out the quarterbacks, there's one, two, three, four quarterbacks. Five quarterbacks. So you're taking those five quarterbacks as your top five. <laughs> top five. Jesus Christ. They're going to win the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. Anyway, all right. So this week, fantasy was just, you know, besides, you know, the a lot of people were really upset about the David Johnson, Chase Edmonds. But, you know, I was kind of upset, but, you know, what what can you do? You know, you don't expect it, et cetera. And you expect these uh, teams to kind of withhold information and say, hey, they're going to be active, but not really Whatever for gamership purposes, but hey, check this out. Look, look at this brand name. I'm giving you all these brand names: David Johnson, Kenny Galladay, Terry McLaurin, Austin Hooper, combined for 96 points last week. Right, this is a tweet from this kid named Jake Abercrombie. One, you know how many they combined this week? How many? Two point three fantasy points. That's crazy. <laughs> two point three fantasy points. That's crazy. That's sad. <laughs> this guy said, I'm quitting fantasy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. <laughs> like, I'm quitting fantasy. They went from 96 points to 2.3. <laughs> All right. So this is another tweet from uh, Scott Barrett, DFB. Teammate, Matt Ryan, David Johnson, on Johnson, Will Fuller, Tyler Boyd, Evan Engram. Totaled 16.8. PPR points. Team B, Jacob, Jacoby Brissett, Chase Edmonds, Latavius Murray, Marvin Jones, Zach Pascal. Oh, Pasquale. Pascal. Pascal, right? <laughs> Rhett Ellison. Total 177.8 fantasy points. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it was a crazy week in fantasy. <laughs> 
the, I just love the other guys. Like I'm quitting fantasy. I'm quitting fantasy. <laughs> As you should. Anyway, so let's go through these games and see who are the winners and losers. Oh my god, it was. I, I was. I don't know. I, I'm still getting over this bad week. I, I can't get that. Oh, bad five. Taste all right. So in my in in all my leagues, uh, let me see. I won the rookie. I lost in our dynasty. I split in my other dynasty, and I won. The, hey, in in my league, the FYPM, um, I, I have won two games in a row. I beat Andy, so I'm I'm good now. So kind of like in the middle of the pack now. I'm happy about that. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty much three and three, three and two, two and three. However you want to look at it. Now, now I'm. I was down. I'm down now for that week. That's a bad week. The only thing is that I lost Carryon Johnson in two of the leagues. So it's, it seems like he's going to miss out sometime. Uh, I guess speaking a little bit about who's hurt and all this and that. So the Falcons quarterback, Matt Ryan, uh, exited their blowout loss um, after sustaining an ankle injury. He was seen in a walking boot after the game. He's going to get an MRI uh, soon. So uh, this, you know, we've got to get some you know updates on Matt Ryan. Uh, Adam, he might miss like a week. Maybe two tops, but a week. Yeah, if if he does, but I think it should be okay. I think it's just a sprain. Um, I'll trade for Julio Jones now. This is the time to trade for him. This is the time. Yeah. Um, Adam Thielen's injury doesn't seem to be all that serious, but it probably will miss this week, though. It doesn't seem as serious as it was. Adam Thielen. Uh, they think I said Carry On Johnson is expected to miss time. Uh, how much time? Not sure, but I'm sure he's going to miss at least about three weeks. Yeah, as far as Adam Thielen, you know, uh, it's a short week. They play Thursday night football, I believe. And it's a hamstring. You know how we feel about hamstrings. So, Diggs, Diggs is, Diggs is the move in this, this game coming up. Mm-hmm. And carry on Johnson. Yeah. Damn. Adrian Peterson shows that he has a grade one uh, high ankle sprain and a grade two low ankle sprain, but Peterson also said he's good. Uh, Speaking of Washington and Redskin um, running backs, Bryce Love seems like he's gonna get a second uh, uh, procedure surgery done on his uh, his knee, so he's gonna be out the for the season. So whoever has been handcuffing Bryce Love, <clears throat> just just note note that, and then uh, he might he's probably droppable now. Maybe Dynasty. I dropped him Dynasty already. Yeah, no. I don't think anybody's been handcuffing him. Yeah, unfortunately, that kid was he was really good in college, and you know the these injuries really uh, hurt him. Uh, the wide receiver Marquise Brown is expected to be back week nine when they host the New England Patriots. It's not like it's going to help him against the Patriots, as they are the number tenth overall fantasy player. Um, oh, the, speaking of the Patriots, they uh, traded for Mohamed Sanu, only just improving themselves. They traded away a second round pick for Mohamed Sanu. They're going to win a Super Bowl. Again, I'm very man. surprised they traded. A pick that high, second round pick is very high for a wide receiver. That is pretty high. Yeah. For, for uh, so the reports were that they actually offered a second round pick before the season started, mm-hmm. and you know the Falcons at that time they said no because you know they were trying to be contenders. But looking at their record now, they're what one and six. Oh, the, the the Falcons are one and six. Oh, so yeah. right now they're sellers. Yeah, you know they're they're just selling. So I'm surprised that you know. Knowing how savvy the Patriots are, that they say traded away uh, a second round pick, I would have thought maybe a fourth round pick for a, a player of that caliber. Yeah, you know, so that but, second uh, round's a little high, I felt, but you know, like it be, the Patriots also feel like, hey, listen, we're gonna, you know, we're still on I, fire. We're gonna just go for as much as we can right I guess now. They're really concerned about you know the injuries with uh, the injury with Josh Gordon, you know, so that's maybe a concern as well. Then again, their second round pick, I'm sure, is gonna be really low, anyways. 
Yeah, but they, well, you know, they value draft picks a lot. Like they love draft picks, so yeah. it just like they traded jo- for Josh Gordon the season before. I know Josh Gordon has his demons and stuff, and uh, you know, I'll, I'll, off the field issues. Uh, but they traded away what a, a six round pick, something like that. You know, and then uh, it, it, to me, it's surprising. But let's see. I don't know how you do. You like Muhammad Sanu? Is he someone you're going to be targeting? He's somebody that's owned in most leagues, anyways. As is, so yeah. it's just like not really tar- to target. Not really. I think it just hurts the value more. Philip Dorsett, of anything else, but you know, Julian Edelman is safe. James White is safe. So it's just um, Sony Michelle was seen jogging off after the game, so he's okay. He should be okay. Uh, David Johnson considered day to day. It's part of the reason why the Cardinals brought Jay Ajayi and Spencer Ware in for workouts. Just yeah, so I think it's because of DJ Foster, the third string running back. I think he there, there's there's more concern with his injury and uh, that he might miss out uh, a, a good amount of games or maybe the season. Who who knows? But that's they they need to. That's the reason why they activated uh, David Johnson is because if it would have been just Chase Edmonds. Chase Chase Edmonds, it would have been just one running back. Yeah, but if you're having a player of David Johnson, why not bring someone from the practice squad? They, I think they could have done something else because you're risking injury. Well, they're only with, bringing them into to practice and not signing player. anything like that yet. I mean, we'll yeah. see. But the thing is, like Jay, if, I think the only one that might hurt Chase Edmonds' value would be Jai. That's as far as it goes. That's I it. think Chase Edmonds is here to stay. I'm not saying he's not going anywhere, but the, but David Johnson is definitely here to stay. Jai just might hurt the value of Chase Edmonds more. All Spencer right. Ware, I don't think it's going to be that much of a problem. Uh, Edo Smith is in the concussion protocol, and he will miss the game this weekend. Uh, and Matt, just so you know, too, that Matt Ryan is also not ruled out for Seattle's game. He's already started running in the pool, even though he's, you know, with a sprained ankle. Um, and for, for those that, are, let's say, have Freeman or had Edo Smith as the handcuff, uh, look out for Brian Hill. Brian Hill is, is the third string running back, so someone that you could probably, uh, k- uh you know, keep tabs on because Devonta Freeman got kicked out of the game for punching Aaron Donald. Yeah, yeah, like what's wrong with him? I think he, they need to mentally check him as well. <laughs> who, who, who has the courage to try punch Aaron Donald? You know, anyway, Devonta so Freeman, <laughs> there might there might be some NFL discipline, you know, with Freeman. If he misses a game, then Brian Hill is a quick ad. Yeah, it's going to suck for me if he misses the game, bro. Yeah. Um, Ron Vera says Cam Newton will continue his rehab this week, but Kyle Allen will start against the 49ers. Yeah, you're not going to bring back Cam Newton against like the, one of the top defense. Yeah, no. You know how many points the Niners allowed in the last three games? Yeah, you told me this before, but tell me again. Uh, I'm just going to confirm. <laughs> Let me confirm because, you know, you never know. I might be wrong here. Uh, I believe it's 10 points, man. Well, as you confirm it, just also no talk about uh, Jaguars coach Doug Marone says that the plan for the QB, Nick Foles, is to work out with the scout team, throw seven on seven, and we'll do workouts on the side. Wednesday will be the first time that he'll practice since his week one injury. Mm. Ten points. Ten points. It was ten points. In three games. Mm-hmm. 3.33 points. That's insane. That's insane. What are they playing baseball? Thank God I got him in dynasty. It is a baseball score, right? <laughs> what are they playing baseball? I don't, I don't want to talk about baseball myself right now. <laughs> Yankees. All right. It was sad. Yeah. So that, who's gonna? Who in their right mind is gonna bring uh, their quarterback back? You know, unless they really don't want him to have the test, the starting job. It's like, yeah, here, come back, play imagine, the Niners. Imagine Kyle Allen actually wins. He hasn't lost yet. Wow. Yeah. No. I, this is gonna be a tough matchup for him, but. 
you know, it's you, you cannot bring Cam Newton. Carolina's defense is also really good this year. So it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a good game. The front seven is good. Uh, yeah, and with the whole Nick Foles situation, the Garden Minshew, that'd be interesting to keep your eye on. Uh, Andy Reid says, I don't think there is a set time uh, time for Patrick Holmes to, matur- to return. It's more likely expected to be about three weeks. Yeah, so, you know. Uh, oh, and um, also the Texas wide receiver Will Fuller, who exited yesterday's game early, has a rather significant hamstring pull, sources said. Based on a recent test, he's expected to miss several weeks. Kenny Ooh. Stills. There you go. Kiki Cutie. Kenny Stills. Go Kiki ahead. Cutie. <laughs> uh, also, when you're talking about, I guess, uh, Darius Geis who's going through some drills. Uh, and, yeah. Yeah, Darius Geis is uh, projected to come back. He seems he's on on time and on schedule to return, and it'll be week 11. Yeah. Also, uh, excuse me, Kareem Hunt has been cleared to practice with the team. He's going to start practicing with the Browns, Kareem Hunt. Uh, that should only help them. Yeah, and when he comes back, when is it? Week twelve, ten. Well, it's ten games he got suspended, right? Not ten games. Yeah, so week Plus eleven. Sorry, week, week 11. eleven. Yeah, why does this keep going up? So uh, yeah, that's that's a bunch of uh, news is going around the league. News is going around there. Uh, let's look through these games and see who did. Oh, another thing too, I wanted to mention about my bad week. This is another thing I forgot to mention about my bad week. So in our dynasty league, I'm liking my team. My team's actually doing really good. My team has. The highest scoring amount of points, right? And I have the most points scored against me also. Just so you know. I don't know if you knew that. Did you know that? No. I have the highest score. I scored the most most amount of points, and I have the most points scored against me also. This is the funny thing about this week. This week, I was going, I was in second place, right? I was in second place in our Dynasty League, and I was going against the... The first place team, which is Stevie Boy, right? Yeah. I ended up having the lowest scoring game of the week this year, this week. I only need 70 points. Terrible. I had Matt Ryan, David Johnson, Singletary, Boyd, uh, Kittle, Rosa. They did bad. But the, the team who scored the most was my, was my defense, the 49ers, right? So I had the lowest scoring points this week. Guess what? Stevie Boy, who was in first place, had the second lowest scoring points this week. There was only one person he would have beaten this entire week. That was me. So the first place team ended up winning by beating the second lowest scoring points this week. Me. Wow. What, what and he ends up and he ends up staying in first place with a record of six and one. Unbelievable. I went from having he, the, he, he's been lucky because I now at, don't have the highest scoring points no more. I just scoring the lowest. He's been lucky because he only has scored. 945 points. Oh, he scored one of the lowest, yeah. And then, you know, he has, you know, he's he points against like 804. Well, you you your your team hasn't been doing good. You only scored 850. Yeah, I know, but 804. 804 points. He 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 has the least amount of points allowed. In the he league. has the most yeah, and he's I, in first place. I I, I, had, I call I, it fool's gold with him. Fool's gold. I had the, I had before this week. I had the most points scored against me and the highest scoring points in the league, and I was in second place. And it's just it's it's crazy. Damn you, Stevie Boy. Damn you, if you're listening. Damn you. They're lucky, Stevie Boy. Very lucky. <laughs> all right, so let's talk about the guys that did good and bad this week. Uh, for this week, uh, Aaron Rodgers, of course, went off. He went all Aaron Rodgers this week. Killed it this week. Uh, I read this wrong. I read it like six rushing touchdowns. He had six rushing yards. Excuse me. <laughs> six <laughs> one, rushing yards. One yeah. rushing touchdown. Uh, five touchdowns. Yeah. One rushing touchdown. 
So he had in total six touchdowns? Yes. Wow. One rushing touchdown, five throwing touchdowns. Wow. Only one of them went to Aaron Jones. Wow. 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 This is one of his biggest uh, statistical games of his career. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a crazy game. It's a crazy game against Oakland that he went. Marvin Jones, of course, kill. We talked about it. Oh, excuse me. Talk Come about on, Chase man. Esmond. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers killed. He was the number one quarterback. Number two was Kirk Cousins. He's He seems like he has turned it around. Kirk Cousins definitely has turned it around 100%. 100% he turns it around. And this is one reason why I put him into the... the, the the article about QBs you want to get late. And this is one reason. This is the reason why I was happy when I drafted him. Like, no, Kirk Cousins is still going to be serviceable. He's still going to do well. Now he's now he's exceeding expectations. But nonetheless, this is the whole reason about why I wanted to draft him in the first place. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, I dropped him. But I still have Philip Rivers in his place. So it's okay. I'm not mad about it. But he's killing right now. On a tear. Uh, Darren Waller continues his tear. Definitely, definitely a very good tight end. Uh, he was the highest scoring tight end of the week. One of the top scoring players of the week. And that puts him at being as the number one tight end, uh, I think, overall. No, wait. This is going for the season. Let me see for the season. He is. No, he's number two. Excuse me. With Austin Hooper, number one. What a year Austin Hooper is having. Hooper's having a tremendous year. Darren Waller is currently the number two tight end. I'm very happy that I mentioned him preseason when I said about, you know, the most the best undrafted team, and we said said Darren Waller was the number one tight end to get. So so far the first three picks, the first three tight ends to go off the board has not been panning out. Uh Travis Kelsey is still number third overall. Oh, Zach Ertz yeah. is sixth. And but yeah, but George just, Kittle. George Kittle's having a terrible year. Where is he? George Kittle's number seven. All right. As far as being one of the first top three tight ends we've taken, no, he's having a bad year. And Evan Ingram's starting to drop. I know he's been hurt, but Evan Ingram is not doing well. Daniel Jones is not doing well. He's still a rookie. We get it, but he's he like went from playing really, really well to just playing like your average typical rookie. Yeah, he's not looking right. He's not looking right. He's looking like, you know, he's going through the, the rookie woes at the moment, so... We just got to go through them. He's doing it backwards. He started off really good, and then now he's going backwards. Well, hey, listen. At least we saw last last night. Look at Sam Darnold. He was seeing ghosts with the Jets. Mm-hmm. I mean, with the Patriots. You know, so he had a horrible game. He And, you know, at least, you know, Daniel it's not Jones. only Daniel, Daniel Jones. Jones. Did it's not only Daniel Jones. But Daniel Jones did better against the Jets than uh, Sam Darnold did. Yeah. <laughs> he did. He did. I guess you could look at it that way. Yeah, he did. He did. You're going to the game on the Jets versus the Giants game, right? Yes. So am I. You are. Jonathan, you're working. <laughs> Jonathan, you're working. <laughs> nah, Muhammad's working. Muhammad? Yeah. Sanu? Yeah, Sanu. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's taking his one day off from playing with the undefeated New York Patriots with the best defense in the league right now, one of the best offense in the league. Don't worry. I will work at Moho. <laughs> he's going to be working at Moho. Yeah. Uh, we guys going to be just, you know. He's going to be in Texas. Listen, his team needs a, I need a void. <laughs> <laughs> Texas, right. I need a void. Good, good. We're still we're still gonna be his boss though. Good. All right, good. <laughs> uh but yeah, what 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 other big things stood out for you? Did you win any of your leagues this week, by the way? I told you uh, I'm like three, two, you know, three out of two. One three, lost two. What a bad game. Uh what were we gonna say? No, I was gonna say um, you know, as far as uh winners, Chase Simons again. <laughs> Latavius Murray. Dalvin Cook. It doesn't matter who you you know who he plays against. Dalvin Cook is not Dalvin the man. Cook is the beast. Yeah, and Ezekiel Elliott had a really good game against the Eagles front seven run defense. You know, I'm sure you're happy to see DeAndre Hopkins score a touchdown. I'm very happy. People are trying to get him away from me and, and trying you know make me 
trade DeAndre Hopkins, and I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Look, Will Fuller is out again. You know, DeAndre Hopkins, his number, he, he he's what, wide receiver 15 right now? Maybe wide receiver 10 after the last week's, I mean, you know, Sunday's performance. Yeah, he's he's going to end up being one of the top guys by the end of the season. I'm not worried. I'm not too worried. DeAndre Hopkins currently. Wow, this is crazy. Corlin Sutton. He's he's having a really good season. He's wide receiver number 11. Yeah, he's having a really good season. DeAndre Hopkins is currently wide receiver number 8. Oh, there you go. So he bumped into 8. He bumped into 8. Nice. Good, good. good. I'm surprised that DJ Shark is still up there, even though he had like two mediocre weeks. He, he had some really, really monster games. That's why. He's still wide receiver number 5. That's good. That is pretty crazy. That's good. But, you know, there's some regression. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some regression. So, Will Fuller was the wide receiver number 17. Well, even currently, is actually currently, excuse me, is the wide receiver, wide receiver number 17. And now he's going to go way down because he's hurt. And uh, to me, Leonard Fournette, man, he's 29 carries. Who gets that in this this day and age? 29 carries. That is insane. That's why you got to pick up Armstead. Just in case something happens to him, at least you know that, they, that whoever's going to be the running back there is going to get twenty plus touches, twenty nine carries. Currently, that's, the number the number seven running insane. back. Yeah, you know, even with David Johnson even having the two points that he scored last week, he's still running back number eight. That's pretty good. It's pretty good, but I'm concerned with his injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a concern because he has he's shown in the past it could be injury. Prone, uh, like I said, I haven't been dynasty, but uh, it's still uh, pretty good. And then, well, Todd Gurley, I know he ended up as the running back 15, but, you know, with 12.4 fantasy points, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you look at his numbers, and he played against the Falcons, he, he, he 2.3 yards per carry, 18 carries with 41 yards. That's not pretty at all. No. That's not pretty. That's not pretty. That's something I'm really concerned about. You know who I'm happy for going forward, and I and I, and I expect a lot, uh, a lot of it, uh, you know, improvement for him going forward. I see him as a really, really good running back too with upside going forward. Josh Jacobs, just look at the attempts wise. This, this is the big thing about him is the attempts. It's that he went from 23 attempts in his first game where he killed with 24 points, right? Then he went to 12 to 10. But then he's been going to 17, to 26, to 21. Like, he's getting a lot of attempts. And that's 26 carries against Chicago, 21 against Green Bay with a good front seven. Like, it's it's improving a lot. Like, he's getting a lot of the touches. He's getting a lot. Of, like, look at his last two games that he's played. He had he went 123 yards against Chicago, 124 yards against uh, Green Bay. With, you know, I, I'm going to see how much uh, yards per carry he's averaging. But he's av- he has a very good average of yards per carry. I'll do that math right now. But I see him really having a very good year along the rest of the way. He could possibly finish as a top, definitely a top two, uh, 20 art running back. I feel him. See him he's good. Yeah. Despite I'm, conf- injury, I'm, of conf- course. I'm confident with him uh, ending as a top 20 running back for sure. He, he, he could be a top and running back too. You know, I can yeah, see that. With you know, upside. Yeah. Uh, I like that because it's just the workload that he's going to get. He's, he's going to get a lot of touches and targets as well. So you definitely got to like that from him because it doesn't matter of the game script. If they're behind or ahead, he's still going to be involved. And you got to love that. One I'm, one player that I'm concerned that he's a good running back. He's very talented. But just the the team he plays for at the moment and that office, dreaded, dreadful offensive line that he has is Joe Mixon. Yeah, oh, God, Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon is not looking pretty right now. I don't, you cannot 
no one's going to be able to trade him away right now. I know. I in, tried. In, 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 in our league, um, you know, Juan and uh, Andy ended up swapping him, but uh, it's, it's looking good for whoever's trading. Because I'm trying. Yeah, 10 him. carries for, you know, how many yards? How many? Two. <laughs> And carries for two yards. I know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to package. Him. I might be packaging him with the with Devonte Adams. The only thing that saved him is at least he had a touchdown. I might package him with Devonte Adams and just try to get another running back. I can't have him. Yeah, it, it, he's a player that. Just, it, unfortunately, you're, you're going to start. You're starting. He's getting to that point where you probably don't like. You can't start him, but you're going to start him. And I have all the only expectations you have from him is running back two numbers. He was drafted as a running back one, but he's not gonna give you that. No, I way. have him in a in a in a fourteen team league. Ouch! Yeah, you gotta package him. You gotta you gotta sell someone. I gotta package him with somebody good though. I gotta give him with somebody like like, like Devontae Adams. Adams. Although he might come back this week, but uh, if he misses another game, what's the point of having Devontae Adams if you have Mixon that's not giving you anything? But you know what the thing is you know, though so is that I'm just I'm just trying to go by the strength of my wide receivers because I got Devontae Adams and I got Chris Godwin. All right, so, so I'm hoping you lucked out with Chris Godwin, and Chris Godwin could end up being your what? You know, he could be your wide receiver one. But if I have two wide receiver ones, you know what I mean? It, maybe I'll be okay with you know just Joe Mixon. Hopefully, just throwing him in there. Hopefully, he does whatever he could do. Because if I have two wide receiver ones going, you know what I mean? In, in your league, is it fab bidding right no, now? No, no, that's that's the only thing. That's that's why I like fab bidding because at least right now you could at least try to get the uh, Ty Johnson. Ty Johnson right now would have helped you for at least like three weeks. If Kerryon Johnson is going to be out for, uh, a I have Chase Edmonds. Weeks. Yeah, but you know, well, <laughs> if David Johnson is out, a lot of Johnsons are out. Doesn't matter on the waiver <laughs> on the waiver wire. I got to go for quarterback though in that league because I have uh, Lamar Jackson, and he's out this week. Ah, all right, but that's only for one week. I'm more concerned about your running backs for like season long or at least like a string of games. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Mark Walton, he's being involved in, uh, with the Dolphins right now. He had 14 carries for 66 yards. He gave me 4.7 yards per carry. Uh, it seems like they're going with uh, Mark Walton, and uh, he's looking really good there. So he, in deep, deep leagues, maybe the league that you're in, the 14-team league, mm-hmm. you should definitely uh, consider Mark Walton. He gave you 6.8 fantasy points. So I know it's again, you know, he plays for the Dolphins, so they're gonna be playing from behind. It doesn't seem like he he only got like one target for one reception, negative eight yards. So there, he might be someone you might have to consider and picking up as well. And he's only owned three point seven percent of leagues. Nah, he's not on a lot of leagues. So uh, Corey Davis, somebody you want to look for the waiver wire. Also, Ooh, I picked him up last week once Ooh. I found out that uh, Ryan Ryan Market, Tannehill, yeah, and Marcus Mariota was out finally. So I picked up him and. AJ Brown, AJ Brown in another league because he was owning, you know, we're like in twenty million leagues. You're so, in twenty million <laughs> leagues, so it, it looked good because Corey Davis looking like he's back. He's back. He has a quarterback that could at least, you know, l- let the the routes develop. You know, he mm-hmm. goes through his whole reads. You know, it doesn't go with the first or second read and just dumps off or runs. Uh, you know, Ryan Tannehill, he's a veteran. He likes to sling the ball. And uh, yeah, this is an upgrade. You know, we mentioned this last week. It's like to to us, the wide receivers are are an upgrade now right. that they have Ryan Tannehill, and it's looking like that. Like AJ Brown, if he's available, he's a guy that I'll go and pick up as well because I feel like he, he he's going to have upside. I'm trying to get him in Dynasty as well right now. Right. 
Um, no, yeah, they did definitely the whole wide receiver core for the Tennessee Titans is definitely an upgrade now. Yeah, even Adam Humphreys in deep, deep leagues, you could you could pick him up. He's going to give you five receptions, forty yards. You know, as a wide receiver four, and sometimes that's what you need. Um, we mentioned this before. If Pat Mahomes is your quarterback and you're missing him for a couple of weeks because of scheduling, I know he had a really, 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 really awful game last week but because of the scheduling coming up sam darnold is a very good pickup in the meantime for the filler for pat mahomes he's the number one recommendation i would say look he plays the dolphins twice he plays the giants the Bengals, the redskins and the raiders this is all good matchups matchup wise sam darnold is the best quarterback to pick up to replace pat mahomes yeah, I do. You know, I mentioned him last week. Uh, yeah, I like Sam Darnold. Uh, of course, he looked horrible, but he played against the best team in the league. You know, the best defense. You know, they're giving you. You know, we already went over the numbers that they're giving you as a fantasy point uh, uh, team player, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. But Sam Darnold, he has a good string of games. Yes, and he's a good pickup. To me, another one. It's you know, there's gonna be a lot. There's a lot of good quarterbacks out there. There's a lot. You know, you got Kirk Cousins, who's playing really good. Uh, you got Jacoby Brissett. He's another one that you could pick up as well. Mm-hmm. So there's a good, good string of quarterbacks that you could pick up. Uh, but Sam Darnold, Teddy, Teddy I love Bridgewater is a decent quarterback to have as well going yeah, against but, Arizona. Yeah, the only thing is Teddy Bridgewater is at least, like, he's only going to be maybe next week or two more weeks and then he's done. I'm saying for a filler for the week. Like, for example, I have Lamar Jackson out. So for the, the only filler. thing I'm concerned with Arizona now is that they did, you know, one of the reasons why Daniel Jones is no excuse, but one of the reasons Daniel Jones looked bad against the Arizona Cardinals, who have been allowing a lot of points, is that Patrick Peterson is back, and that, you can see that that made a big difference in their defense. You know, and uh, he, he's going to be facing that. He's going to be facing Patrick Peterson, and that he's a game changer back there. And you know, that's the only thing that I'm a little bit more concerned of. But yeah, you know, you can play him. You can play him. Yeah, you could definitely play him. Uh, but like I said, you know, um, definitely with you know, if you're missing somebody like Dak Prescott or Lamar Jackson from your lineup with uh, the Ravens and the Cowboys being on a bye this week, definitely fillers you want to go and get. Uh, Ty Johnson, I think, is going to be the number one pickup overall in uh, waiver wires this week. 100% Ty Johnson. I was thinking about picking him up in Dynasty. How much did. you uh, bid on uh, as far as uh, Fab? I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it away so people are gonna know how much I'm gonna put for him in our dynasty. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a Roy answer. What the world Chico? The world Chico. The world yeah, Chico. That that seems like what I'm gonna put up. You put up world. every single one of your dollars. It seems like this at least bare minimum. I put fifty percent. Bare minimum. Yeah, I thought like, you were gonna say sixty five. 65%? 75%. Minimum is fifty five. I'm really being aggressive. It's gonna be like seventy five or the world. I'm, putting, I'm thinking about it. I'm gonna see what else is out there, and I'm gonna project. But if it seems like my I have no other choice with running backs, then it's gonna be the world, Chico. Wow, week ten is gonna be a tough week. There's a lot of players on a bye week ten: the Broncos, the Texans, the Jaguars, the Patriots, the Eagles, and the Redskins. Wow, week ten. So that's the the bye. Apocalypse, whatever they call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, the bipocalypse, something like that. You know, you know, I, I made a good pickup in defense uh, the other week. I picked up the Rams defense. They had a good game against the the Falcons. Oh, they did. They did. Twenty one points. They got me. Yeah, they did. You know who I picked up in who? one of my leagues? Who? The Jets. <laughs> <laughs> they gave me negative. Like I think they gave me one point. Despite all that, 
fantastic. But you know what? At least it wasn't negative. Like, you know, their defense is pretty good. You know, they only allowed 35 points to the Patriots. I was hoping, <laughs> I was hoping, I was hoping they would have, like, did, oh, my God. You know who's a sneaky pickup, though? Who? Like, if, I, I won't I won't file a claim if I need a quarterback this week. And I think, you know, who's a sneaky one is Ryan Tannehill. He's going against the Buccaneers. They have a pretty good defense, though. Front seven is good. But Shaq they got a lot of points. Shaq is killing. Points. Yeah, Shaq is good. Shaq's a he's, beast. He's, uh, yeah. He's he's looking really good. All right, here's another disappointment player though, Melvin Gordon, man. Yeah, word. He's been a loser right now. <laughs> he's been a loser. <laughs> he's been a loser. Like Austin Eckler gave you twenty five point five fantasy points. Meanwhile, Melvin Gordon gave you seven point nine. Sixteen carries, thirty two yards. You know, sixteen carries, thirty two yards. The only thing that helped him is that he had a touchdown. A touchdown. He fumbled the ball too at the end. He yeah, fumbled the crazy. ball. Uh, so, are you concerned with Melvin Gordon? Is he a player that you're looking at selling if you do have him? Yes. I would look to sell him. I wouldn't look to buy him. I would look to sell him. I would look to sell him for what you can. I would look to give him up for what you can. Uh, I am not happy with uh, the way Melvin Gordon has been doing. I don't know, but I would look to sell him. Yeah, I just I just think that his production has been low the whole time being off camp has shown that and not for nothing this just re like this whole year has been bad for Melvin Gordon like the holdout wasn't going to work his way now he's not performing to when when he goes into free agency to show that he's worth anything he's not getting any money no is it cuz it's it's right now he's a buy low guy and not for nothing Melvin Gordon tried to sell him but he's still a buy low guy. That's what he is. And you can't use the excuse, oh, I spent my first round pick on Melvin Gordon. No, because you spent probably like a fourth to sixth round pick on Melvin Gordon, you know? So Melvin Gordon is a buy low guy. And yeah. Yeah, Mel- Melvin Gordon. Well, if 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 you have him, you know, you could probably try to trade him for something if you need points. But yeah, he for other people, he might be, you know, if you're. You're one of the top teams. Maybe he's a buy low and never know. He might turn it around. And, you know, all you need him is to at least play good for your playoffs or week, you know, week 11 and on. And there goes your championship. But at this moment, it's not looking good for him. No. Uh, I'll, I'll be looking to sell him if I need to get some wins right now. I would too. You know, his name, you know, I'll just sell his name, Melvin Gordon. A lot of people like it. It's a sexy name. And, you know, some people might bite to it and it might help both sides move on it might uh but yeah uh just to talk about it real quick too i mean uh fantasy basketball as you know we started we're going to be here to help you out with your fantasy basketball questions with your queries with any kind of uh you know draft potentials um i know one, one strategy and i guess we talk real quick about a strategy about drafting when it comes to fantasy basketball i know even if even if turnovers is a part of your league settings I still like to pick the people that are going to have the ball in their hands for most of the time. You know what I mean? I still like to pick the people that are going to have the ball in your hands for most of the time, even if it's part of your league settings. If you're talking about you like players with high usage rate mm-hmm. that are just handling the rocks a lot of times. Um, if you're in a points-driven league, I do, you know, of course, those are the players you go for. Turnovers is a factor, but 
in this day and age, they all turn the ball over. Everybody turns the ball over. Yeah. <laughs> they all turn the ball over. Uh, just real quick, also got an update about Jalen Samuels being back at practice this week. He is. He is back at practice this week. Also, Vance McDonald's and James Washington have a good chance to return this week as well. All right. So pick up Mason Rudolph. He's going to have a hell of a game. Yeah, he's going to have a good game, Mason Rudolph, I think. So, uh, going against Miami? <laughs> Who doesn't have a good hell of a game going against Miami? Yeah, hey, the Dolphins, hey. They have one win. They cover the points. They cover the points. Hey, if they're their coach Flores, he's like, hey, listen, guys. At least we cover the points. At least we cover the spread. Yeah, yeah, we covered the spread. We got it. That's a win. That's a win. Vegas loss. We won. <laughs> Shut up. Vegas loss. We won. Um. So. Let me let me, so like uh, the thing is I know that you were talking about that you feel like in fantasy basketball that the guards tend to drop off after the first two rounds significantly. You feel yeah. If you notice like the third, fourth, and fifth round, there was a lot of good forwards and and big guys, big men, and that's why it's like sometimes you have to just go pick up the guards at you know that are going to be having the ball all the times. Because you can still get these forwards and, and big men later on. And for the most part, they are the ones that get injured as well a lot. A there lot definitely there definitely was a lot of uh, big guys that are going later on. Guys like, you know, like Miles. Are you, are you looking at the, uh, the recap right now on the draft? No. All right. But, the def- but I, I guess I will now. Yeah. Uh, there definitely was a lot of uh, players that would, that would go in like after. But still, Andre Drummond fell to us. I know, I know. They're talking about double double machine. I mean, come on, how, yeah. How how can you how can you really pass that up? How can you pass that up? Yeah, right now we're Jokic because we drafted Jokic and then Drummond. Where it seems like we're going to be leading the league in doubles and doubles. Well, well you Rebounds. if you look at it this way, yeah, no, you will. If you look at it this way, here were some of the guards that we could have picked up instead of Drummond. Right? Look at it this way, Bradley Beal. Hey, he's gonna. I think he's gonna have a good year. Guards, but, and this but, is not but, like the only other person I would have took over Andre Drummond if it was at that point. I would have well, took I would, I would, I, I went Drummond. I would have went Drummond and uh, before Devontae Booker. You said uh, like Devon, De- Devin said, Booker, Devontae. You Booker. said Leonard. Uh, Kawhi Leonard was the only person I would have thought about taking over. Drummond. I would have taken uh, Kawhi Leonard over Drummond. Yeah, I think so. Well, I, we took Drummond instead. Yeah, that's fine. That's okay. I'm okay uh, we can live with it. Live Devin with it. Devin Booker. Yeah, he's a good too. So you would have took him over Drummond. Mm, it's tough, yeah, but uh, yeah, I think maybe Trey Young, no, okay, uh, Buddy Healed, no. So the only ones is Leonard and uh, and Booger, and uh, Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler too, yeah. So those are the three guards you would have took over Andre Drummond, even though Andre yeah. Drummond is a first rounder. In the second round, fell into us. You still would have took him. There's a strong chance, yeah. I like to have at least one guard in the top two rounds. Okay. Because well, look at the third and fourth and fifth round. Well, this is what I'm trying to say, though. In the third round, we ended up getting DeMar DeRozan. Yeah, which is good. That's really okay good. With that. Then we ended up getting as our point guard, uh, uh, De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. I, I, I think, like Fox a lot. And he's going to, like I said, he's going to have the ball in his hands at all times. I think is we got lucky because a lot of these players fell to us. Right. But still, like, like, like DeRozan, third round, I was like, what? Yeah, that's good. All right, but in the third round, who was available as far as big guard players? Big players. guards? Yeah, I mean, not big guards. I mean, uh, big, uh, forwards, forwards and centers. 
Lamarcus Aldridge. No, 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 no. He wouldn't have been. Uh, between after Rose, so Rosen on, it would have been John Collins is the next one. John Collins is good. He's a double double guy. I wouldn't have took him in over no. like 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 the uh, Rosen. Uh, Zion. No way. They were no, all guards. They were all guards. Now he's, now he's gonna miss eight weeks. Though. After after Zion, then uh, Blake Griffin. They were all guards. In the third and fourth round, we're all guards. It look, look look at all the guards that went in like right around there, around when we had the available picks. It was Kyrie Irving, Drew Holiday, Donovan Mitchell, Kemba Walker, Terry Rozier, DeAndre Russell, Jamal Murray, Mike Conley. These are all the players that were going around the third, fourth round, like around right. when we were picking. What about John Morant? Who? John Morant. John Morant went way late. Oof. I'll trade for him right now. Let's make a trade for him. You want to trade for John Morant? Yes. All right, we'll give him Thaddeus Young. Yes, put that trade in. For Thaddeus. <laughs> give me John Moran. I think he's going to have a really good season. I'm, I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will, John Moran. I don't even know where he went, but we'll find it out later. But anyway, so I know one strategy you're saying is that, oh, John Moran went in the sixth round. Yeah, that's yeah. good. We took Draymond Green. He got taken right before his John Moran. All right. Oh, someone took uh, John Moran before us? Yeah, listen. I'm yeah. very happy with 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 our with our second backup point guard that we took. We took um, uh, Jeff Teague. I'm okay with that. Minnesota also is going to be the starting point guard. It's going to be the guy with the ball in his hands at most times. Jeff Teague. I'm okay with him as a starting point guard in Minnesota. There now that Ricky Rubio's over there in Phoenix, you know. And I also like the pick of uh, Otto Porter. I Otto think, Porter. I think he's going to be a really big part of that bad Chicago Bulls team. Yeah, but you think he, who's going to be the number one option there? It's going to be more uh, Lauren McClark, 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 yeah, whatever, McLaren, yeah, whatever. That's no, not McLaren. We're over here thinking about Terry McLaren, Markinen, Markinen, yeah, something yeah. like that. Lauren Markinen, um, he's going to be the 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 number one option there. Otto Porter, he could be the second or third, third, I think, between him and Levine. Lavina's yeah, so he's the third option. Still, I think he's gonna be he's gonna be heavily involved though in that over there. I mean, I don't think Otto Porter's all that good. I just think with that with the Bulls, he's gonna be heavily involved. I mean, they did give away uh, something you know to get him. So, um, so yeah. Uh, Any one one of your basketball questions? We're gonna be here talking about it. We're gonna be helping her out. Uh, I think that's it for the show, right? Yeah, that's, that's that's it. Any other waiver wire worthies? That's all. No that's nuggets. It. That's it. That's it. Not really no nuggets. There's only a lot of quarterbacks where we could be streaming, basically, but nothing uh, nothing out of the ordinary. All right, guys. So thank you All right, much. party people. Just a quick uh, chit-chat episode. Any questions you have, hit us up at BNB Podcast on Instagram, on Facebook, anytime you want, any given Sunday. We're here for you, party people. Uh, sorry, Alberto, I gave you a bad advice last week. My bad about that. <laughs> sorry. Uh, this is the last party, people. Adios, be a face. Peace.